0: It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
1: Welcome back to the John Katz Matidis Cats at Night show where we don't believe informers. In our hearts, Lee Zeldin will always be our congressman, will always be the guy that almost uh, became Became our governor.
2: It should be governor.
1: It should have been governor Mm, by just five points. Welcome back to Cats at Night, Lee Zeldin. We wanted to get started first off on Governor Hochul's State of the State address. What were your main takeaways?
0: Well, you know, I thought that the shout out of Governor David Patterson was the best part of it. So Governor Patterson should should enjoy that part. It's good that he was there. Um I would say as far as the rest of the uh, the speech, uh no, it was, it was terrible. I mean, it, it was <laughs> I, I call it a you know, a small swing and a big miss. The mm. Uh, the courage that people are looking for in their desire to save the state and turn things around. The policies needed to be able to secure our streets, to improve the quality of education in our schools, to reverse the out migration. It, it requires someone to stand up there and, and be bold. If you want to talk about tackling crime, talk about how we need to declare a crime emergency and suspend cashless bail and give judges discretion away dangerousness and remove rogue DAs who refuse to enforce the law. We got none of it. But our expectations for Hochul ha- is so much less than what we actually need to save the state that she doesn't, she's able to get away with doing far less. Uh, She picks a few topics to highlight. She talks housing, which is basically declaring war on the suburbs. She talks mental health and the solution is just to throw more money at the problem. She talks crime but doesn't offer up what needs to get done to actually secure the streets and subways. This isn't the bold leadership that New Yorkers demand. This is weakness on display, and and quite frankly, it's it's sad as somebody who absolutely loves the state to see the directions heading under
2: Hochul. Congressman Judge Richard Weinberg. You uh, just alluded to the housing issue. Could you uh, give more detail? I'm concerned that what it looks like it's an attack on local zoning, which will really destroy the suburbs, which is another reason, as Michael Goodwin would say from the New York Post, to escape from New York. What's She say promised
1: you? another, what, 800,000 affordable housing yeah. units yeah. downstate? That's gonna ridiculous. Have, and she's
2: going to have goals for the different neighborhoods? She's going to destroy local zoning. What do you say, Congressman?
1: you got to put the in someplace.
0: This is a proposal to replace local control with local control. She is not a town supervisor. She's not a county executive. She's not a monarch. But she's acting as if she has all those other titles and responsibilities and powers as well. She doesn't. And there are people who like the communities that they live in. This seems punitive. You look at Suffolk and Nassau County. Hochul got crushed in the November 2022 election. But that doesn't mean that she, in her first state of the state right afterwards, Uh, needs to start declaring war and she doesn't need to step all over that level of local control that's needed. Why are so many people leaving the state? Why does New York lead the entire country now migration? You want to build 800,000 more units? Well, why is it that the need isn't going to be there for 800,000 more units? Uh, And I think she should talk more about the available units that exist now and what changes need to get made uh, in order to make those uh, more, more available. And if you know, if if somebody who loves people who love their local community, Brookhaven Town, for example, that's the town that I live in in Suffolk, has 500,000 people. And if people don't like what their town is becoming, they don't just stay there and bear it. If they don't like the town that they live in because of Hochul implementing her vision for Brookhaven Town, then people just leave. And lastly, I would say and remind everyone, this is coming from a person Hochul, who in August was giving a speech saying that I should just leave the state, get on the bus and move to Florida because I disagree yeah. with uh, her her vision, her policies for New York. Uh, so I'm concerned that like, by, by ignoring that voice at the local level and saying that it's her way or the highway, that you're going to have a lot of New Yorkers who are going to choose the highway
2: and it's going to be in a U-Haul. Hey, Lee, this is Pete King. I don't know how she gets away also just making the barest reference to bail reform, saying basically it's not ideal. She should have given at least some specifics on that because that is really destroying the state.
0: And it's not a mystery as to what she should say. Judges should have discretion to weigh dangerousness, period. Now, you could even say, well, more crimes should be bail eligible. But you still have it in the in the law right now right. that the judge needs to use the least restrictive standard. <clears throat> The judge needs to have the ability, when someone's in front of them who they know is a danger to society, that judge should have the ability to weigh that dangerousness in deciding whether or not to release that person. Otherwise, why is a judge there? I mean, we need discovery reform. We need bail reform. How they don't tackle crime is beyond me. Um, I I don't understand. It's a passing reference to them, and it's, it's the major issue here in New York City.
1: Lee Zeldin, if you were elected governor, would you have at least used your leverage regarding the pay raises to get something, at least get the judge you wanted confirmed or get some of the tweaks to the bail reform that's so desperately needed? I just can't seem to understand her her moves. Her Why would she do that? Just give them thir- an extra $30,000. And for what? For doing a horrible job running the state into the ground?
0: Absolutely. And use the power of your soapbox. If they're saying, "Well, we have a supermajority, so if you veto it, we're going to overturn the veto." Yeah, good luck bringing that to the people of New York that you're overriding a governor's veto to give yourself more money. I am going to be out traveling the state with the people behind me. Now, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk timing in a strategy, why would you? give away that leverage just before the session starts there's a budget due april 1st the end of session at the beginning of june what you should be saying is that this is an item that we could talk about as part of the state budget if if it doesn't get in the state budget could be an item we're talking about for the end of session but we're not going to just do this out of the gate as a special session in december and you could say how how can we with a straight face have a special session and not deal with bail reform and making our streets safer so Uh, She completely misplayed it. She gets no credit for anything about how she handled it. And if I was in her position and if I had decided that this is something that maybe I would go along with, punt the timing of it, use the leverage and be able to get more of your agenda passed.
2: And, uh, Congressman, what I'm very concerned about as a retired judge is the fact that they're trying to pack the cord with left wing progressives and stop a very capable Honorable justice from becoming the uh, chief judge of the state and only to rubber stamp whatever the left wing legislature wants to pass. What do you say?
0: Yeah, they, they like as if they don't have enough power. The legislative branch and the executive branch is one party Democrat rule with super majorities in the Assembly and Senate. They don't want any check on their power.
1: Unbelievable. Well, thank you so much, Congressman Lee Zeldin, and we look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thank you, Lisa. Take care.
0: It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.